welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. Ghosties. (laughs) It worked. Nice. It worked. Welcome to our fifth try of trying to record this episode. (laughs) Seriously. I'm going to light some incense while I'm sitting here because Lord knows. That's a good idea. I'm going to do the same. Need anything weird coming in. Mm-hmm. I know. Jim Tan, Mary ain't having it tonight. <laughs> she is not. We will tell y'all about Mary in just a few moments. Yeah. We got to go on a ghosties day last week. I know. Yeah. That was a really good pick. It really was. Um, once again, shout out to Annie for um suggesting that it's not far from us. Yeah. Um, in Suffolk. And I hadn't even heard of the place, but it's an old house that's turned into a museum. And so we got to go and um, it was pretty uh, rich with spirit activity, if you will. <laughs> yes, it really was. Mm-hmm. It was an um, awesome trip. It was. We got some really uh, pictures there too. Oh my gosh, I have a million and I don't even know how to like share them with everybody so that they can see them all we posted a few on instagram last night yeah but yeah there are some creepy ones and the thing is i hadn't even looked through them Mm -hmm. um until last night so then i got to sit there and like kind of look and see if i picked up on anything and boy did i ever (laughs) my god pictures yeah they are buzzing with spirit energy oh gosh that mirror picture Oh my goodness. The, the mirror one? Mm-hmm. Oh, the giant face, and it looks like the girl from The Ring. Yes. Or The Grudge. One of those. I don't know. The Grudge. I don't know. Yes. Ugh. I get those movies mixed up. The Grudge. The Ring. That was Sarah Michelle Geller, right? The Grudge? Yes, I believe so. Okay. And then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And The Ring had the girl with the long hair. Yes. Did you ever see the face of the girl in The Ring, or was it pretty much just her hair? Uh, I think you saw a little bit of it. Oh my gosh. That is like 20, not 20 years. Yeah. 20 years old ish. I feel like it was early two thousands. Yeah. I think like 17 or 18. Cause I saw it in theaters. Me too. Mm-hmm. Terrified me. Saw it over at a Harborview. Oh Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably with my best friend Carly at the time. She oh. and I probably went together Mm -hmm. wow to go to um the chesapeake square oh yeah we used to go over there we did go to harborview quite a bit we went to chesapeake square when that was the only movie theater and then um harborview was closer Mm -hmm. yeah have you been to the new like they have the newer one at chesapeake square oh excuse me (laughs) what's happening the newer one that's like, I don't know. It's it's by Target. It's like detached though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it, but we haven't been in there. Oh, girl. I went there. I've been there more than once, but I'll tell you what. I went there um, like 38 or 39 weeks pregnant with Jackson and uh, saw A Star is Born. <gasps> what girl. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that was a mistake. <laughs> No, I wanted to see that so bad. Lord knows I cried for three days afterwards. Oh my gosh. We saw that for our anniversary. Oh God. I know. I feel like if if we haven't talked about it on an episode, we've talked about it before, but legit, like I was crying so much. Like I couldn't breathe through my nose and I was like (laughs) having to quietly like try to breathe through my mouth so that. People didn't think I was dying. I was so huge and pregnant. And just it was a whole mess. <laughs> it was bad. Oh my gosh! When he gave the dog that Death, listen, Ugh. I was about to say that. That's what set it off. That's what got me going in the first place. Was the daggone steak? I was like, you know what? 
That's why we can't have nice things. There was so much like weird foreshadowing in that movie too. Yes. And the love song. She's like, are you writing, are you hiding love songs for me? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, why Jackson? Why? And here we have our Jackson and that's how we put the nail in the coffin of the name. Get out of here. I didn't know. Um, yeah. Wow. We don't have to wait till the last minute to name my kids anyway. So that's we- thought about it and we hadn't fully decided and then after the movie he was like well guess it's settled (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's awesome I mean it's a it's an interesting synchronicity yeah (laughs) hopefully they have different fates in life but you know I'm gonna go with yes (laughs) yeah Nina or my boys are gonna be famous singers so that's okay Oh my gosh, that movie was just, it was just like 20 kinds of pitiful. Do you know what? It made me like Lady Gaga though. You know, me too. I did not care for her before. Um, I believe one of my friends used to call her Euro trash. Oh God. (laughs) I mean, in like a, I don't know if you can say it's in a flattering way, but that's like, was her persona then that's what it was. Um, so, like, I liked a couple of her songs, kind of, but I never, I couldn't look at her because she's just the outfits and it's just too much. It's, it gets my, like, sensory overload going. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. The, I, like, I hadn't really listened to her a ton. Like, I knew some of her big songs, but I didn't really, like, watch anything with her in it. Um, the first time I really saw her in anything was when she did that season of American Horror Story. She was really good in uh, the hotel season. I didn't watch that one. See, I watched the first one. um, And I think I watched like, there were two at the house, right? Two original ones. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I watched those and then Coven. Mm -hmm. And I ended up like watching one within the past year. And it was the one where the people move into the house in like the middle of nowhere and all the weird stuff happens in the woods. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Plymouth? Oh gosh, Roanoke. Roanoke, yes. Oh, I also watched The Purge one. Oh yeah. That was creepy. Mm-hmm. You know what? I watched Asylum too. So let me just backtrack. I, I watched a lot, but I think it was after Asylum. That might've been the last one that I, like I stopped at. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. I don't know. The The hotel season is based on the Cecil. Yes. That's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I may have to watch it. I don't know. I've got so many things I need to watch. You know, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. a lot, but there, I mean, you know, American Horror Story, there's always like some shocking things in American Horror Story and that, that season's no different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little, like, not even just creepy to me, but some of it's kind of gross. And I'm like, mm, this makes me really uncomfortable to watch it. <laughs> I can't handle it. Like, the intro sometimes gets me. I'm like, <sighs> do I want to go through with this? <laughs> I can't watch the intros, and it's the music, too, that makes me want to vomit. Yeah. Do they still have the same, like, intro song no because they had a different one for that purge one i keep calling it the purge that was was election campaign something. yeah 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 it was election Ooh, i am seeing people walking around in here oh, god not yet <laughs> just saw somebody walk in and out of our florida room door we we haven't even started yet can they just you know <laughs> what just have a seat everyone go back to your seats we're not even ready yet we're not ready for you yet <laughs> Talking about American Horror Story. Don't ruin our time. I know. <laughs> I know. I think Hotel and Coven were my two favorites. I'll have to watch Hotel. Is it like just, is it based on any like alleged stories there? Or is it just like because of that hotel, they made a season and made it creepy? I think it's because of the hotel they okay. I mean, I would hope what they based that on isn't going on there, but I mean, Lord knows. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I have to check it out. 
that season's pretty good. Like, I I don't know if you're like this with American Horror Story, but sometimes I have to take like breaks. <laughs> yeah. I, like watch it for an episode or two and then take a like a week's break and then go back and try and pluck through the rest of it. Yeah, I would watch it when I was like, when I was doing a lot of what was um, like food orders last year, I would watch it during that. So I, I would like have it in the background in the kitchen so I could look up at it, but I could also like multitask and do other things. So I wasn't so like, you know, just sitting there and whore and disgust the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going on, but I didn't like get fully like, you know, sucked in. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Christina from the Ghosties Podcast, and I get this question all the time. How can I book a session with you? Head on over to christinathemedium.com. I offer meet your spirit guide sessions, spirit chat phone calls with yours truly, distance Reiki by proxy sessions, as well as Reiki certification classes. If you've been thinking for a while now about jumpstarting your spiritual awakening and healing journey, definitely check out christinathemedium.com or find me on my TikTok channel at Christina the Medium and click on my link tree to book a session. Looking forward to working with each of you. Love y'all. Hey guys, it's Missy. I am going to talk to you real quick about something that I'm absolutely in love with, and that is wine. (laughs) Shocker. Um, I love my wine, sometimes a little too much. My only complaints are all the sugar that they pump into this wine to make it so sweet or so tasty. And not only that, you feel less than zesty the next day if you have a couple too many glasses. However, I found the answer to all that. It is... My favorite, favorite, favorite wine. It has no added sugars and it doesn't leave you feeling like trash the next day. And before you try to stop me and say, oh, I'm not interested in a pyramid scheme, it's not about that. It is about delicious wine that you can order anytime on your own. All you have to do is go to scoutandseller.com slash Missy Stuprich. That's M-I-S-S-Y-S-T-U-P-R-I-C-H. We have cute little cans that are perfect for poolside fun this summer we have some really bold reds we have some delicious dry whites we've got bubbles we've got everything that you could want without the next day regret so don't forget go to scoutandseller.com slash missy stuprich and check out your next big wine obsession oh hi (laughs) I'm smelling tobacco. Yeah, well, there you go. I am, I heard like a knocking just a minute ago on. You heard a knocking last night too when we were trying to do this. What? You heard a knocking last night. What? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, I put a ridiculous name in because it makes me, when I join the recording, it makes me put a name in and it, it irritates me sometimes. Like, you should know who I am by now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an amazing name. <laughs> Some people might not find it amazing. Um, if you want to know, just message us and we'll let you know. Otherwise, I'm not going to subject anybody to what I wrote. <clears throat> <laughs> Nothing offensive. It's just childish. Um, Nothing to see here. <laughs> you heard a knocking last night um, when we were trying to record. Yeah, I heard it again just a minute ago. And that's when I was like, I got to get off this white carpet because I was so scared I was going to hear a knocking on this window. And I'll tell you what, if I hear a knocking on this window, this giant window in the front of my house, I will likely pass during this recording. Like you will have to do (laughs) ghosties with me as the ghost. (laughs) We're going to connect with Missy through the Ouija. Oh yeah. I'll still be here for the episodes and the tea. Um, All right. So let's tell people about where we went. Yes. We went to folly house yes riddick's folly is a house in um off of main street or on main street in suffolk virginia for those of you that are not familiar 
it has four floors, 21 rooms, and 16 fireplaces because it has double chimneys. Wow. Um, it features elegantly furnished double parlors, a gentleman's library, an adult and children's uh, and adult and children's bedchambers, as well as a bathing room and dressing room on the third floor. And excuse me for using this word, but we're just going to have to use it tonight. Um, slave quarters on the fourth floor in the winter kitchen, um, which is housed in the English basement, along with the laundry and the dining rooms. Yeah. There, one of the things that I found interesting when Christina and I were there, um, one of the first things they said is when a woman turned 13 at that time, they were considered an adult, which most of you may know. Um, so when we went into these bedrooms, the first one we went into, you noticed there was like a little, almost like a bassinet or something at the foot of the bed. And that was where the babies lived in the first year of their life. And at that point, the woman said, uh, what do you think happened next? And I was like, well, they, you know, they went to the other room with the kids and she was like, yes. And they only stayed in there until they were 13. Why is that? And I was like, oh yeah, because they turned to adults at 13. So they were no longer children, which is really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, so they had separate rooms for like the children and then they had like the slave rooms and then, um, it was like a school room, wasn't it? Playroom, school room. And that's where the older, like once they were 13, they slept in there. Am I remembering that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was where all their games and toys and I guess they did school and maybe even church stuff if they didn't go to church. Yeah, they said um, that they weren't allowed to play with toys unless they had a religious theme on Sundays. Right. All that Noah's Ark themed. Yes. The place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, when we go through and we're describing some of this, you really are going to have to go and check it out. It's If you are local to the area, it really is worth going to. We can link the website um, when we are done. Yes. We post this because it's really, it's, it's all, it's four floors. I mean, this, this place is like massive and they have like actual gold around the frames of the doors. And I mean, it's very, the detail of the things that you'll see in there. It's just amazing. Oh yeah. Well, like one of the first things that uh, Missy said um, when we were pulling up um, that I found really interesting, um, she said, well, this is not the Hill House. And boy, was it not. <laughs> no. Um, completely different vibe. Do you have the list of everything that I said when we were in the parking lot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to read it off? Yeah, do that. Okay. All right. So when we were in the parking lot, Missy started to channel. Let me flip back to my notes okay all right so she was seeing a man with a hitler mustache uh she saw uh the name bob as well as james and the word german she was seeing a sleigh as well as the number 17 uh banks like a riverbank people whispering march 1st and may 1st uh, a man laughing sinisterly and the name Jacob. Um, let's see. I was seeing pewter spoons um, and a bell. I started getting pain in my left side of my flank as well as chest pain on my right side. I was seeing what looks like a casket and some sort of weight going on in the front of the home as well as like some sort of Ferris wheel in an amusement park and something to do with the world's fair. When we were in the kitchen, um, Missy kept hearing the name Rebecca. She um, was seeing like a servant kind of peek around the corner um, saying, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Uh, let's see. I think it, it was what it was is the kitchen was where all the servants were going to be, but I think it was like almost like a daughter or something like one of the kids, because they weren't supposed to be down there. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, you only ate at the table if they were an adult, correct? Yes, that's right. So even the kids like ate upstairs in the house, but I, it looked like there was a girl peeking around the corner. Like, I think maybe she liked to go in there with the servants and maybe, you know, kind of hang out with them or help them cook or something is what it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. 
so I made a couple of other notes. Um, do you want me to talk about like Mary Riddick or Anne? Let's let me go through some of the history and then we can go back through like the other things we felt and then um, what you picked up while we were in there. Okay. Okay. So let's go. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the history. I'm not going to get too crazy with it. But <clears throat> hold one second, please. Sure. All right. So the home was um, that of Mills Riddick and his wife, uh, Mary Taylor Riddick. They had 14 children, um, 10 of who actually lived to maturity. They moved after, I guess it was after like fires took over like much of the land out there. He ended up building this um, massive house. He wanted to, he enjoyed like showing his wealth. And one thing in the house is when you go into guest areas, everything was made to look like it was this amazing, expensive, intricate thing. But when you went into other rooms of the houses, they weren't the same because no guests were going to be in there. So he was all about show. Mm-hmm. So um, he, what happened is 1837, a fire swept down main street and burned several of the Mills Riddick's buildings, including his own house. So with his insurance settlement of $5,600, <laughs> he was able to pay for the construction of his new Greek revival home called Riddick's Folly. <sighs> He actually, which I don't remember her saying this, he only lived at the house for five years. Oh. Did you know that he died in the house? No. Didn't realize that. Um, He died in the ladies' parlor, which is the office. So we didn't actually go in that room. Oh. It's across from the gentleman's parlor. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Which... Yep, yep. <laughs> which we will talk about um, shortly. Um, apparently after his death, his wife chose to move to a smaller dwelling one block south of their home. Um, their 10 children had equal shares in it until Nathaniel purchased all of his uh, sibling shares and owned it until the young age, or he owned it at the age of 25. He and his wife, Missouri, moved into the house the same year his parents died. They had their first child in there and five other children. He was a lawyer. Um, he ended up giving the house, sorry, I'm trying to look through all this right here. He left his home to General John Peck during the Civil War to use it as union headquarters. Mm-hmm. And when he and his family returned in 1865, they found the home completely like looted and vandalized. Mm-hmm. And you can actually see some of that vandalism in one of the upstairs rooms when yeah. you go in there. They got this like plexiglass around it. It's really neat. Um, there's actually a real blood stain on the floor. <laughs> yes, y'all. Yes, there is. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> they they like did sampling of it and found out that was an actual like real blood stain. So I don't want to know what it's from. And it's not small either. <laughs> yeah. No, it is not. It is substantially sized. <clears throat> so the house ended up after a while going to like some of the generations. So we won't bore you with the rest of that. That is the background of it. Um, one second. I believe that is about it on the history that I wanted to do without. Yes. Without boring people. So bottom line, we have, you have a lot of different energies in that house. You had, we will say servants because that's a better word. Servants, you had the families in there. You had like a mother who at some point lost several children who's mourning that. You had union soldiers in there. You probably had some kind of someone taking care of them. Um, A lot of male energy in there, like, you know, generals and wars and things. So you have all that testosterone in there. And then you also have, which Christina is going to talk about more, certain rooms where only certain people were allowed. Yeah. 
we have the gentleman's parlor that women were not allowed in. Right. And when you're in there, they is a the big old picture of Miss Mary herself. Yes. Christina, I will let you go into what you picked on as far as why it was there and like everything you that we felt and experienced in that room. Yeah. So I'm going to try and be like as respectful as possible. Um, I don't think that I don't want to say any of this to be disrespectful. Um, This is purely just what I picked up on. Um, When we were in that room, it felt like perhaps some seedy kind of activity took place in there. Um, Like perhaps there was some women in there that weren't their spouses um, Mm -hmm. points. Um, And I think that's another big reason why Mary put her picture in there to basically say, I know that y'all are in here, but I'm still the lady of this house. Yes. Um, When we, should I talk about the EMF reader? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, y'all. So thank goodness we brought the, (laughs) the one piece of equipment that we had. Um, We, and our tour guide was amazing. So we were like, yes we use this. She was like, no, not at all. Um, she called us ghostbusters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah, she was awesome. But we, we turned on the EMF reader and I just had it in my hand as we were walking. When we were in the gentleman's parlor, y'all, that was a heavy, heavy room. There was a lot of money going back and forth in that room too. Like a lot, a lot of money for that particular yeah. Yeah, the son had a lot of involvement with that. We figured probably did some like bad business, um, kept a pistol in there, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a whole vibe. It just seems like there was some, probably some legitimate activity going on and then some that was not so hot. And then you think about it and that's where they're, they're, their booze are, you know, they've got their little liquor cart and everything. And so it's already like bringing the vibe down. Right. So you've got, you combine like, you know, drunk men and business and all that. And it just (laughs) probably wasn't very pretty at times. (laughs) I can only imagine, you know, if those walls could talk. Mm, Girl. Stories it would tell. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, so you walked into this, you know, big gentleman's parlor, um, Nathaniel's like secretary and desk were there. Um, and that's where we got to see that he had a pistol that was sitting in there. Um, they showed us his accountant book um, where he oh, kept yeah. all of his numbers. What was the amount that she said it was like equivalent to? Oh, I cannot even remember. It was some ridiculous amount. And what was it for? Was it for land? Girl, you know, I don't remember details like that. <laughs> I was taking pictures and looking for ghosts. I don't know. He was documenting the heck out of a, our trip. I, I seriously got like a hundred pictures. I'm not even kidding. She had her battery drained like. To I, nothing. We still had like a good, what, 20, 30 minutes left. And it was down to like 3%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. But so, so basically like they showed us this ledger. And if I, if I remember correctly, I think some of it was for lumber because they were lumber uh, salesmen too. Yes. He, um, he, Mr. Riddick, he actually owned like a lumber company or something. So a lot of the stuff that they built in that house was like the best high quality, like wood at the time. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like there was these whole ledgers basically of where he had kept tabs of who owed him what. And it was not like small numbers, like for their time, I think it was like a hundred or $200,000 in some instances that was just coming in and out of that house. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy in and of itself. So then you would go in one uh, door and you exited out through another. And when you were walking out, Mary's picture was hanging to your right. Well, we got a ping from the EMF reader right in front of her picture. Well, the best thing was, um, our tour guide, she said, it, if you watch the picture, it's one of those that it, it rem- looks like her eyes are following you at times. And so when we walked out, I was like, you know, turn it on. And then sure enough, it beeped as we were going past it. Mm-hmm. And only right there, like we tested it to see if it was anywhere else. And it was a little bit like on the other side of the door, but even that moved at a point. 
and we asked them, you know, is there a lot of like electric, elect, mm, electrical things right here, anything along that nature? And they said, no. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then when we came back down the stairs later and we walked by that, it like went off as we walked by right by that room as if it was saying, you know, she was saying hello again. But when we exited the room to go up the stairs, like our tour guide pulled the door not completely shut, but almost shut. Well, it opened back up. It did. <laughs> so I went over there to pull it shut to see if it would do it again. And that time it, it did not. And I didn't pull it all the way shut. I did the same thing she did. It opened back up like somebody had stuck their toe in the door. Yeah. It it looks, like, I'm getting creeped out right now. <laughs> <laughs> it almost like bounced a little bit like back open. Yeah. She, <laughs> Missy and I looked at each other like, uh, did you see that? <laughs> I was so nervous. I was sweating. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, so we got um, an EMF hit um, right there in front of Mary's picture. Um, when we uh, got ready to go up onto the second and third floor, like through the staircase and up on those floors, you just start feeling like dizzy as you mm-hmm. go. Um, Missy smelled cloves and, um, in front of the bathroom, um, as well as stew, um, when we were getting ready to head into the kitchen and (laughs) y'all, when we were heading down the steps, um, to go into the kitchen portion, Oh my gosh, we got another EMF hit in that, uh, stairway on the way down. And immediately after we got that hit, Missy got slapped on her butt. I sure did. I thought it was my purse for a minute. It was not y'all, you know, I try to rationalize everything. It was not right on the tush, a nice little tap. The best part about it was I hesitated at the top of the steps to go down. I got nerve. I was like, all right, I can do this. And it's like, as soon as I started to walk, I got a little like pat, like move it or lose it. I was like, dang. (laughs) And then the EMF thing went off. I was like, well, there it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And our tour guide was like, well, that must've been one of the soldiers that did. I know. I bet it was. (laughs) dirty dogs oh my gosh when we were up on what was it the fourth floor um where they had the room with the plexiglass yes y'all the heaviest room the heaviest there's like a wooden prosthetic leg in there i mean it's just there's what was that a jar full of teeth or something it's it's something like they used like cotton balls yeah it was cotton Um, the dirty cotton balls when we walked in i was so overwhelmed like i was just trying to take everything in and not like break into a cold sweat standing there but oh my gosh like Y'all remember if y'all were listening to the podcast when we uh, did our investigation in Hill House, like we said in that episode, for it to have been such an old house, it felt amazing. And that was truly like a testament to the family and the generations that lived there. Because Mm -hmm. for it to be that long ago and that house still be standing and still feel as good as it does, like it feels like almost like you're being welcomed by like old family when you walk in. Mm Mm-hmm. Not at Riddick's Folly. <laughs> no, it definitely, like, at first I was nervous when we walked in, and then when we got in and we're touring some of the rooms, I felt, like, better. But then when you go up the steps, ugh, the children's room, like, a lot of the rooms, it just, you just felt like you were not alone. And in the pictures we took, we realized we were taking selfies with ghosts, and we didn't even know it. Yeah, we were, do- ooh, there's movement in this room. That's just not. Um, yeah, when you go upstairs, I mean, from the second we hit the steps, I started feeling dizzy. Yes. Um, when we got up to that plexiglass room, y'all, like the whole, so all of the rest of the house is beautifully decorated. Um, you know, there's wallpaper in certain places. Some of the walls are painted. They tried to make it as closely as what it looked like basically when they were there. Yes. Um, and we walked into that room. They had left it exactly how they had found it after they returned to the home. What was it? After the war was over? Yes. All of the soldiers that had used it basically like as a base had written all kinds of stuff all over the walls. Like there were pictures of like soldier side profiles. Like they had just doodled on the walls. 
Um, one of them had written, um, go back to where you came from and never come back. Um, yeah. And then like the opposing uh, soldier side basically like wrote a rebuttal to that. So almost like when one group marched in, they wrote basically, you know, their mark up there. And then when another group marched in, they wrote their, you know, their piece up on the wall. So it's just that that room was just crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> crazy, crazy. And then you got the servants quarters. Really, I mean, they, they were slaves. The slaves quarters were on the other side, if I remember cor correctly. Yes. And the, the women had, they had a room in the house, but the men were outside of the house. Right. Right. Yes. It was just a room for the women and the children that they had. Right. And y'all like the room, I can only imagine how many people were in there because they said they had over 70 slaves and that was a very small room to oh, yeah. 70 slaves. Um, I mean, there was like two or three beds in there, maybe. If that, yeah. <clears throat> like mats on the floor, you know, kind of like not even anything. Right. Right. It, the vibe was, I'm not going to lie, y'all, like I'm, I'm trying to pick my words as best as I can here, but there was definitely um, an aspect to that house that had a very um, heavy, almost predatory vibe. Um, in a there was some intermingling of some, some people that shouldn't have been intermingling. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I didn't get the feeling like, it was willing and consensual intermingling, if y'all right. Um, like when we walked into that room, I felt almost like that those poor women had probably been watched from that doorway several times by certain men. Um, mm -hmm. It was not a good feeling. Um, I kept picking up on like this feeling of like panic in my chest and like this feeling like if I just hold really still they'll move on. Um, it was just not a good vibe. And the children's room also wasn't the most light of rooms either. No, it was, I don't know. It was weird. A, a lot of those rooms were uncomfortable to be in. Mm -hmm. It was very odd to me that they had like the little children as far away as they could from their parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, at the same time, you have to think it was probably in the same time as children should be uh, seen and not heard, isn't it? Or That's true. So they were, they did not eat dinner with them. Like they literally were, they weren't useful to them if you think about it. So they stayed where they were supposed to stay and they weren't to bother them until they were adults and could go get married. And <laughs> Good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean... Just those second and third floors were just on another level <laughs> in terms of the heaviness. Um, yeah. And the, the room downstairs, the guest, um, like lounge or whatever, I don't know what it would be called, mm -hmm. that we went in that had like the tea set and everything. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I was very drawn to the spoon, which is very interesting because Christina saw like a spoon when we got there. We were sitting in the car getting ready to go in and I, I was drawn to the spoon and it was on top of a teacup. And I was like, was that already there? Like, and I don't know why I kept looking at it. Well, she told us that a paranormal group had come in there and that spoon actually went like flying across the room. That's crazy. Yes. Um, it was very, <clears throat> you were just waiting on like something to happen or to see something. Um, but they also, which was really cute, I thought they had this little screen. Um, a lot of you have probably heard the phrase, mind your own beeswax. Yeah. And we found out the um, original meaning behind that was because women at that time, this was in like the 1700s, 1800s, their makeup was made of beeswax. And if you got too close to a fireplace, your makeup would start to melt. So um, they would tell you, you know, mind your own beeswax if you needed to fix your makeup. But they also made these little screens that you could be adjusted, lift like raised or lowered, that you would put 
in front of you if you were sitting close to the fireplace so that your makeup wouldn't be messed up sitting close to the heat. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought that was awesome. What was the other one? Oh, don't throw the baby out with a bath water. Ugh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. They said basically like the, what the adults would bathe first mm-hmm. and then the children and then the babies. So basically by the time like they put the babies in the bath water, the bath water would be brown or black. Yeah, that's disgusting. So they said that the old phrase was like, don't throw the baby out with bath water to check the bath water to make sure that the baby wasn't in there before he threw it out. But like Missy said, the baby's dead by then. I just, it just, my, my head went to places it shouldn't. So I feel like they said it as a joke, like when it got really dirty, like <laughs> make sure you can still the baby, see the baby still, but yuck. <laughs> I know. It got me was um, sleep tight and don't let the fight. <gasps> Yes. Yeah. They, they used to like have their beds. They were, what were they like twine kind of? Yeah. It was like wound around these little sections so that it kept your, you like your mattress or whatever, not really mattress, but like, so you didn't fall to the ground when you laid in the bed, like the twine, the really tight twine was what held you in place in the bed, mm-hmm. like all the covers and everything. So sleep tight you wanted to make sure that they were tightly wound so that you didn't fall through mm-hmm. and then uh don't let the bed bugs bite they used to stuff the beds like for the stuffing for your mattress with like corn husks mm-hmm. or different types of you know whatever they could find for the most part and if it was something that was from outside it could have like little buggies and little critters in there so they Ugh. would you know sleep tight don't let the bed bugs bite Make sure that you check your mattress before you go. God, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm not, I would, could not survive that world. (laughs) Girl, the whole time we were in there, I kept thinking, first of all, like the women were like savage in terms of their beauty standards. Like they're removing their lower ribs so that they can get their corsets to like 15 inches. Like I thought that was just like a new age, like what all the Kardashians do. That's what I thought. I had no idea back then. And then they would remove sometimes their pinky toes so that they could get their shoes or like their feet in more narrow shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine in 17, whatever, 1800, excuse me. Oh, I'm getting tired. Um, Having that procedure done. Oh my gosh. Right. Ugh. No, thanks. Immediately. No, immediately. No. Also, there was this birthing chair. Oh my God. In the servant's room. Old vibe. Yeah. And they would literally sit on that, deliver the baby, and then get up and get to work. Oh my gosh. Right? Yep. I just, I, I cannot. I was at a loss for words when we were in there. We, I'm not built the same. We are not the same. Like I just, the level of pain and things they had to go through. I'm not meant for that life. Like y'all not like, this is how petty I am too. Like, or, you know, ridiculous, but my temperament is like closely tied to the thermostat. Oh yes. I cannot imagine being in that level of clothing that those women were in all the time year round. That wasn't just their winter attire. Like decked out in petticoats and corsets and stockings and big hoop skirts and then their dresses and slips and not to mention there's no AC in the house like you know it was a thousand degrees in there, uh, especially the higher that you got in that you oh. know good God Almighty and they had all these extra windows up top so that they could see far away good God oh no thank you. Also, before we go any further, not that we haven't gone far enough, but (laughs) should anybody that has anything affiliated with this house, please know that we thought the house was gorgeous. Absolutely. Like, I mean, the gold, like just the designs and the details, and they have all this like 
needlework that these women did that you really need to go see in person to appreciate. I mean, the dresses, the, I mean, even they have this crib for the babies that's like raised off the ground and they had these drapes over it. And I just thought it was the most like beautiful thing for some reason. It was like cream colored and like, I don't know. They have, it is a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. However, when you pick up on energies, it it's it easily makes you feel a certain kind of way. So when we're talking about it right now and it doesn't sound like the most pleasant place, I would suggest anybody go visit it if you can. Oh, for sure. It's gorgeous and it's worth it. And the things that we learned in there in that few hours, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely should. So don't think that we're bashing the place. We are not. It is a gorgeous house and I can't even imagine living in a house that massive. And this is only just like a touch of what, you know, the history of, um, you know, the house was. Who was the... I can't remember the female's name that was it. Oh crap. That her husband died or her fiance. Wasn't it Anne? Maybe. So there was, wasn't she the daughter? Yes. Okay. So one of the Riddick's daughters, I believe her name was Anne. I I so hope I have that right. So she, her fiance um, proposed to her, gave her a ring and she, you know, thought that she was going to have this, you know, wonderful life with her fiance. He goes off into the civil war, um, and is gone for what was like over a year. Yeah. Um, well, so I can't remember all of what happened, but basically this gentleman passed away and Anne was so devastated that she wore black for 20 plus years and never married. And they made a ring for her out of like his hair and was it his teeth or something? Yeah. That gold tooth. Yes. And you can see it. It's on display there. We have a picture of it too. Yeah. Y'all like, it's funny. Like the tour guide asked us, she was like, would you have worn that ring? Because it truly was like, it was a gold tooth. They said that they thought that the wrong body basically had been buried in the family cemetery. So they had him exhumed to make sure that it was actually him. And Anne knew that he had a gold tooth. So they went looking for that gold tooth. And when they found it, they knew it was him. So they had him reburied, but they extracted that gold tooth and also took hair from him (laughs) and then made it into a ring yeah yeah they used hair for a lot of things what else were they using hair for then oh it was the needlepoint work yeah mm-hmm. they would use like they would keep hair from um when they would brush their hair they had this little thing that would like pull the hair out of the brush and they would save it and then they would use that and in, in their um and like stockings in yeah. their needlepoint it's it is really like amazing that art is insane the creativity that they had to like make these pieces just. Oh my gosh. Like they made one piece. Um, it was what, like the 17 year old daughter. Yeah. She made like this really beautiful, almost like needlepoint tapestry almost. Of mm-hmm. The family cemetery with this like beautiful weeping willow over top of it. And she like embroidered the family's names that had currently been passed away during that time with their date of birth and date of passing. Um, I mean, it was beautiful. And she even left some empty tombstones for family members that either were close to or could pass away. So that she did one for herself too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, and that is where we realized, cause I kept seeing like one of the men was like born in May and died in March or born in March and died in May. But several of them were either born in or died in those months. So that took me back to in the car where I was like, March, May, March, May. I don't know which one, but there was a lot of March, May as far as birth and death in that house, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was such an awesome, like, tour. It would be yeah. really fun to go back, like you said, with some more equipment, do, like, a spirit box session in there. 
we're going to, I just have to get with them, but they welcome those kind of things sometimes apparently. Um, So we're going to try to keep that relationship open and go back and do like a private, either a nighttime one or even during the day when we can just go in there and like try to, you know, see what we can come up with. Apparently, other than the spoon thing, a group that was in there actually caught either a picture or a video of a Confederate soldier like standing up in that room upstairs. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. One so, thousand. Like I'm hearing breathing in here just now. Okay. Like Darth Vader, can you get it together? <laughs> like, no, it is a Thursday night. <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm out. <clears throat> it's a whole thing. Y'all, it was an awesome um, tour. I think admission rates are like ridiculously cheap. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you can, like we did the full tour, but you can even do like a partial and it's even cheaper. Like it's next to nothing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) Absolutely. And then they, um, they also have like a gift shop downstairs and they do like, I think American girl little parties for dolls and stuff. So they do other things there too. Um, but it's, it's really a beautiful place to check out. And they have a good parking lot in the back. It's not shady. Like <laughs> it's, it's a good area to go like, and, you know, check things out. And apparently there's some other places nearby. They were telling us about like the cemetery where they're buried. And then something about sleepy hole. There's like a house over there that they had affiliation with. Yeah. That was another residence, I think. Yeah. So we've got a couple other ideas from that, that we're going to go potentially check out at some time too yes nice well this was an awesome episode thanks for you did a great job it was such a good like just experience for us to finally get to go back out and actually pick up on things um I think our next one we're hoping next week to go to maybe Bacon's Castle and that's Surrey is it yes Mm mm-hmm Oh, I guess I'm yawning. Good Lord. Um, and then I'm, we're hoping I didn't realize how, like, there's only a few short weeks left. I know. Like at the, the last week or the week before that in August, I have to go back to work. That's crazy. I know. Uh, That's insane. So short, but it seems so long ago that I was like, it was the end of the school year and I'm crying over my kids graduating and making that speech. And then now here we are. And I'm like, it seems like forever, but yesterday and I have to go back like tomorrow. <laughs> I know that's crazy to me. I feel like you just finished. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to go on a few more little trips before then. So we should have some more fun content. Um, I'm going to do my best to upload as many pictures as I can to social media after we, excuse me, I cannot stop yawning. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd never do this. Um, I'm going to try my hardest to upload as many pictures as I can. Um, and we will get you a link to the house to where you can check out when you can go and do your own tour. Um, you should definitely check it out. And in the meantime, find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok youtube and email us your stories and your undying love for us at the ghosties podcast at gmail.com all right bye okay bye